Hell yeah, it's time for another episode of What the Gaming It's me, Pedro, and that's chicken. I didn't feel like doing much of an introduction today. I was that's like, I cool. just want to get this shit over with. Just do it like Ron Williams. Good morning, Vienna. All right, fair enough. Um, Chicken, what's up? Talk to me. What are you playing? What are you doing? GTA and Call of Duty. Okay. Now, you are talking right now about Double Agent. Mm-hmm. Is it fun? Yes. Okay. Talk to me your experience about Double Agent, because I've been playing the other Double Agent on a different game. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you talk to me about your Double Agent game mode you're playing over there? Well, it's easy to pick up. You know, you know, you don't really need to do much. You know, like, you can, even just killing somebody is just... <laughs> you did something. You contributed to, <laughs> to your team losing, you know? Uh-huh. So it wasn't. It, it's pretty easy to pick up. You play like maybe three games. You already understand how to play it. You yeah. Know, like just protect your investigator, and you know the the double agents have to work together to sabotage the map and you know separate them and stuff like that. It's yeah. pretty fun. It's easy too. You know. Okay. And of course, you're talking Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War. Yeah. Correct. All right. Um. <clears throat> what like do do you like enjoy it? like like you know, not enjoy it but like. How do I say this? Um, I'm trying to find the right word here, I guess. Um, what, do you like... Is there something you don't like about it? Is there something you're kind of like... Mm, I wish, you know, the game could do this or the game mode could do that. Or you think it's perfect the way it is? Well, I think the only thing I think almost any game has is like the pinging thing. Mm-hmm. You know how like... I think everybody says like Epic Legends had like the best ping system mm-hmm. for people that don't have mics. Because, you know, people, even in this day and age, people don't turn on their mics. No, I don't turn on my mics. So, the game still works without mics, right? <clears throat> but it just, it's still, I think it would have been a little bit better if the pinging system had, like, some new things to, like, point out to say, hey, I'm not, I'm not a double agent or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, just to mess with people. Yeah. Because all you have is just, just your regular taunts and stuff like that, you know. So I think that's the only thing that kind of sucks because you're gonna be playing a lot of games without people. So it could mics. use some pings to tell people like I'm not a double agent. He's the imposter. Yeah, or point an objective to to help new players understand what they have to do. Yeah, because if you're the investigator, you have to look for clues and decode <clears throat> them. Like you have to do it. You know, everybody else is kind of like protecting them. And if you're the investigator, you don't know what you're doing. Then you know that it's gonna be harder for the team that's looking for the double agents. Okay. All right, all right, fair enough. I am playing Fortnite's Imposture. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I'm addicted to this one. I've been playing it. Like This one's so much fun because all you got to do is just... It's obviously like Among Us. Just walk around, do objectives. You got me? If you mm-hmm. come do all the objectives, you win. And there's two imposters. And it's funny because it's like... It's, it's obviously like Among Us. You go around, you kill a player until somebody finds him or you report it yourself. But to me, what's funny is that, like, I sometimes have more fun playing the imposter mm-hmm. because I will just kill one person and then <laughs> that's when chaos happens. And this is the way to win the game. You kill one person or you teleport them or whatever you do doing Fortnite. You get rid of them. You don't report it. You just book it. You take off running. You go to the other side if you can or just get away from there as quick as you can and let someone else find it. And then you watch the chaos happen when it comes to discussing it. Because every player blames everyone and I just sit there quietly. Don't say shit. I don't say I don't trust this person. I don't I none. I just sit there quietly 
and I win the game. Mm-hmm. And that's all it takes. You just get rid of one person, and they all slowly start to fall apart. And that's how you win the game. <laughs> as the other side, as as the regular people, the non-imposters, the, uh, the agents, as they call it, mm-hmm. that part is fun, but again... If like, like if you get players that kind of do what I do, then you kind of realize like, ah, damn it, <laughs> this team is falling apart. And no one can figure it out. I hate though when I start the game right away and I get taken out right away, because now I'm just floating around doing absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just Gundam style the whole time, or you know, little emote of you know the character on the you know the car from Halo. But yes, that's that's my. Uh, that's my Fortnite imposters, and that one's pretty, pretty fun. And it allows you to ping too, call discussions and stuff like that. And straight, I'll say I don't trust this person. It's funny because like I was playing it, and somebody was like, "I don't trust one," and this other person's like, "I don't trust two. I don't trust this." And I literally put, "I don't trust," and I put all the numbers. <laughs> I don't trust any of you. <laughs> so in that game, it pauses when it does a discussion or something. Yeah. It stops the game. Everybody gets thrown into this discussion room. Mm. And then everybody's kind of staring at each other. And then it's funny because sometimes some some players get taken out that you don't know. That you mm. didn't even notice were taken out. And so you start to see less and less and less. And it's two imposters, so you got to take out two. And if two imposters end up taking a lot of them out, you lose the game. Mm-hmm. But you got to take them out. Because if there's technically, like, it, it gets so intense once one imposter gets taken out, and it's only one imposter and two agents remaining. Because mm-hmm. one of them is BSing here. And it's so crazy because sometimes the the imposter manages to seduce the other one. And they end up voting the agent out. Yeah. And the imposters end up winning. It's so crazy. And it's it's pretty cool to be the ghost. And see the one that does it, and you're just like, oh, I would never expect that from Rick Sanchez. Because, <laughs> you know, Rick Sanchez is in there. Morty's already in there, too. Yeah. And and it's, it's I don't know, I actually enjoy this one a lot. I'm actually addicted to I've ranked up into Battle Pass just by playing this. Uh, this one's, to me, this is really fun. Uh, people are saying that they copied Among Us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call that bullshit. You know what I'm going to call that bullshit? Because to say that Fortnite copied Among Us, it's like saying PUBG copied uh, DayZ. Or Fortnite copied, copied uh, PUBG. Mm-hmm. Or Warzone copied, copied Fortnite and stuff like that. Like, I just think these are just game modes. Just like Team Deathmatch, Capture the Flag, King of the Hill. These are just game modes that, you know, get really, you know, a lot of fans into it. And so, why not? Yeah. The other day I was thinking, man, of Star Wars Battlefront Battle Royale. That would be something. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, I don't know for me. There's too many, <laughs> there's too many battle royales. There's too many battle royales. But anyway, me, yeah, that's that's the Fortnite imposter one. It's funny because like I actually wanted to talk about it today too on the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's why when you brought up Double Agent, I was like, oh yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun, and uh, I'm playing the. I, I play the man cake, the the pancake that's dressed like a cowboy. Oh, and some me. player messaged me saying, "Hey, you're the sheriff around these towns." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I know." Boom, maybe get taken out because <laughs> I was the imposter when I was playing the 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 cake, the the pancake cowboy. It just sucked that my teammate was Neymar, 
and he didn't know what to do. So he was just running around, and I got voted out right away. Somebody right away figured it out. Uh, that hey, this motherfucker's too quiet. <laughs> too sus, bro. Yeah, and I got taken out, and I was like, all right, anymore. And and it's funny because my teammate had so many chances to take so many people. All he had to do was take out three people. Mm-hmm. Three people he had to do. And there were times where Ariana Grande was by herself. This soccer player character was by herself. This I don't know what this thing was, but this I'm gonna call it a blob. This blob was by himself, and he didn't take anyone out. And I was just like, wow, this guy. Uh, He's too scared or he doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. But, yeah, we 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 lost that round. But anyway, well, that's enough imposters. I think there's an imposter in What the Pop 2. I think there's a double agent. I'm going to have to figure out who it is. Who do you think it might be that double agent? It's you. The leader? No, I believe. And I say that because I believe one of them from What the Pop is working with IGN. So... I believe there's an imposter here. But anyway, Chicken, why don't you tell us what's out this week? The Ghost of Tsushima Schneider Cut. <laughs> it's in black and white. It's uh, it's fucking 30 hours long. <laughs> <laughs> um, it plays classic songs in there. Jason Momoa is in there. No, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut. Uh, you haven't picked this up, right? No. Why not? Uh, it just flew by my head, man. Really? Yeah. Just because I've been playing too much. Um, Double agent? Almost every game I have got updated. You know, like mm-hmm. Red Dead, GTA, and... Well, I got back into GTA, and then Call of Duty yeah. just got updated. So I've just been stuck in between these three games. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'm slowly trying to make my way around again. Um, of course, Ghost of Tsushima, to me, had no exceptions. I had to play it the second mm-hmm. it came out. And it's pretty good. It's it's pretty saucy, man. It's a pretty saucy game. It's a pretty saucy DLC. Now, of course, um, it's $20 to upgrade if you have it on PS4. So if you have PS4 and you're going to upgrade to Director's Cut, it is $20. Mm-hmm. This DLC is only available in a Director's Cut. So if you have the standard game, you don't get it. You got to get the $20 upgrade. Um, I don't know why. Don't ask me why. That's just the rules, and I'm a, I'm going by them, okay? Um, but it is in a in the word in a sentence, it is a twenty dollar upgrade. It is a twenty dollar DLC. Now, if you're gonna jump to PS5, it is thirty dollars. So from PS4 to PS5, it is thirty dollars. Or if you just want to buy the director's cut in general, it is sixty dollars on PS4 and you know seventy dollars on PS5. Jesus Christ, this shit's outwinding me. I don't know why. <laughs> There's just so much happening with this. Um. Ghost of Tsushima's director cut, obviously the main part is the DLC, Iki Island. Iki Island is actually really good. It's actually pretty big. Well, enough to, there's enough to look around and find things to do. You can pet a monkey, you can pet a deer, you can pet cats. I'm not too interested in petting cats because I already pet my cat in real life. So, but, you know, tomato, tomato. Um, this thing, the, the story is... is is okay so if you just go straight through the story you're gonna be done with it in like two hours mm-hmm. tops but then again that's the same thing with the Ghost of Shima game right you'll be done with it within five hours if you just go straight through the main story so obviously it's all about exploring this it took me about probably 10 hours or over to complete the story and there's still some stuff I need to go back into and play and there's a lot of interesting stories so 
And it really focuses on uh, Jin's uh, backstory and how the events of his father dying happen. It's pretty... I, I really like this one. It adds a lot of lore to Jin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Yeah, yeah, it's... And then you get some really cool different armor. There's, like, a monkey-type armor. I don't know. I, I really enjoy this DLC in general. Um, I think for $20 to upgrade, it's not bad. I don't even think for $30, it's not bad either. Nah. I mean, Legends mode does come with it, and it is free. So, I don't know. I feel like for a studio like Sucker Punch that gave you Legends mode for free, right? Mm-hmm. And is giving you these DLC, I don't think it's a lot to ask for that. To at least give them 20 or 30 Because they could easily overprice this DLC. They, they easily could. But they, you know, they're, they're still being... They could have easily reasonable. been like, there's a $40 DLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd be like, fuck. But, I don't know. Again, if you don't have Ghost of Tsushima... And you have, and you're gonna buy Ghost, uh, the, the normal Ghost of Tsushima or the director's cut. Just get the director's cut because again, it just adds, it just adds more stuff to it. Yeah, it's kind of hard because it doesn't feel like it's DLC, but it is DLC. And the biggest thing I always I'm gonna say to people is that you gotta complete the main story in order to complete to do the DLC. It will make a lot more sense. Because if you go straight for the DLC and you don't complete the main story, you're going to get spoiled on some stuff. So, I highly suggest you play the main story first and then jump to the DLC. That's the way it should be played. Anyway, um, chicken. Okay, so. You got anything out of Gushima or are you good? Nah, I just, I'm going to have to look into Legends. Because I was actually getting into the multiplayer. Yeah, Leg- I haven't gotten a chance to get into Legends. I'm probably going to do it sometime this upcoming mm-hmm. week, but... I mean, again, at, at this point, I feel like I don't have to go out of my way and, like, really find stuff because I know I'm just going to enjoy in general what they've had. So, yeah. if I enjoy normal Legends mode, I heard the other one is actually as good. So, you know, there's nothing for me to really take take away from them, yeah. in in my opinion. I also like the monkey armor that you, that you mentioned. Did you see it? Uh, yeah, I heard that it has a cool mechanic where yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to parry. If not, then it's, like, the armor's... Like kind of useless, so it's like one of those yeah, yeah. that punishes you for not. Yeah, doing yeah. if you do perfect pairing, you can combine them together and you can take out multiples. As yeah. I was able to, there's also a cool, um, a cool tournament mm-hmm. in in New Island. This this tournament where first one to land five blows on the enemy on the other opponent wins, and you unlock this really cool uh, katana sword kit, but it makes it look like it's made of wood. So the whole thing is wood, but obviously when he pulls it out, it's the actual blade. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then um, as you keep going, you also get this tie-dye merchant when you beat him. He's the last one. And what's cool is that every opponent fights different. Mm -hmm. So you kind of got to master the way to fight them. Some just, like, one of them just rushes you. The other one just throws kicks. The other one fights like a ronin. And the last one fights pretty, pretty dirty. He throws dirt on you. He throws stuff at you. And, you know, you just got to memorize his steps and stuff like that. So, yeah. Again, Gozoshima, Director's Cut. I say pick it up if you can. Or feel free to do the upgrade. I, I enjoyed it every second. Again, I still haven't haven't completed some stuff on there. So, by the way, I also got 100% finally on the Ghost. Nice. Finally 100% the game. Anyway. Um, all right, we, we got to jump onto this one. GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas 
remastered. It's coming. Uh, I'm gonna let you take it away here, man. Like your your opinion on this, or what do you think? You uh, like this idea? I, I don't. We don't even know if it's confirmed, dude. That's the thing is when it comes to Rockstar's stuff, mm-hmm. it's always too much rumors, man. It's never really like grounded stuff, you know. They're going off what Take Two said that they gonna some of the games they're gonna release are some old past games. And they're just going off of that, saying that, oh, these are the three games that they're going to remaster or something mm-hmm. like that. But we never know, man. Like, this, it's just Rockstar is weird, man. Like, it takes forever, you know, for them to actually announce them. Yeah, apparently these are these games are going to be remastered with new technology, right? But also keeping it fair to its original uh, PS2 era, which to me it's like... So some parts are gonna look choppy, some parts are not. I don't get it. Yeah, that's that's why I, it's kind of confusing too. The like. information is all over the place. Like some of them are saying they're gonna use the GTA Five's engine, but I'm like, and then someone point, else over here is saying that they're only gonna remaster it at high definition. It's like, mm, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm on the like, I don't know here. But the the problem with that is it's already HD right now. Yeah, on on PS4, those versions that you're buying on PS4, those are the HD versions. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's all over the place. It's kind of like the whole rumors about GTA Six. I think people just really want to hear news of anything with, like, since they're not gonna give us a GTA Six anytime soon. I think this is like the next big best thing, you know, that they can actually do in a couple months or years. I mean, compared to six to ten years when it comes to the next GTA. Uh huh. Um, I mean, are you are you open to this? Do you like this idea? Well, I wouldn't mind it, but the problem is, like, they're barely going to release the upgraded PS5 um, version of GTA Five, And you can tell they're going to still work on it. And what, who, which, which game is next? Red Dead 2. They're gonna, probably going to do a PS5 version, you know. I, I, like think, the, I think Red Dead's already being worked on. Yeah, yeah. So, you get me? There's two games already there. They're going to try, like, the money makers. You know, the Red Dead is still in his baby, baby life with making big money, mm-hmm. you know, DLCs and whatever. I feel like GTA maybe has a couple more years left before they're like, okay, we're going to start working on GTA 6. And then the rest is just uh, right I feel like this. if this is legit, I feel like they're going to use this to try to push it out. That way they can get some income to budget the next big project. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it does make sense. I don't know. I see it as like, I like this. I think this might be a thing. But, again, I wouldn't be too excited because I think this could be one of those things where it's like, in 4K now, GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas bundle by now for like... Forty dollars, just another me? bundle. Yeah, I mean, another an- port. You mean. Another port bundle or something like that. So, I don't know. I wouldn't get too excited. Rockstar is not really known for bringing back their old games, and this brand new life texture, because it's kind of like recreating the game in general all around. Mm-hmm. That, that shit takes time. So I don't know. I I wouldn't get too excited for this. Um. Okay. It's 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 shooting season, man. It's 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 gaming first person shooter season. It's the classic battle. Battlefield versus Call of Duty. This year is Battlefield 2042 versus Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, which one are you most excited for? I'm going to have to go with Battlefield. Oh, schnitzness. What? All right. All I'm, right. A, I'm already getting burned out again by Call of Duty. <laughs> it's only been two games. Yeah. <laughs> to tell the truth, I'm going to take a, a year off and wait until Marvel for 2 comes out. Modern Warfare 1 was badass. That's why I'm actually, like... I actually like some of the stuff in there. Oh, you went back and... So you've slightly have turned a little more to liking it a little more now. 
Well, I just like how it was going more like Battlefield style, like the like the gun physics and all. Yeah, that. I actually like in that the, stuff. in the story in the actual multiplayer is just woo right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the multiplayer was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just for me, I just like maps. That's the only yeah. Thing. But the, the, I actually liked it. Calling an AC one thirties brought me back and stuff like that. You get me? Oh, I love when I get that AC one thirty. And Cold Warrior's multiplayer did not do it for me. It's like. In a way, it's too it easy. It feels slow, and then it feels too well. To me, it was cartoony. Too e- it, it was too easy. Like yeah. I'd be calling all these airstrikes in, and it's just you don't really earn it because every time you die, you don't lose your kill streak. Like it still continues. Yeah. yeah. Where I liked about Modern Warfare is that like, you actually had to go sweaty just to get that AC one thirty. So I mean, you really earned that AC one thirty. Uh huh. But Cold War just felt like ah, eh, go ahead, die a couple times as long as you get a lot of points. Then you'll be able to call in something big. I, I kind of didn't like that. Uh, I, um, so, for me, it's like... I like Cold War. It's enjoyable. But it's not too intense. Modern Warfare gets too intense sometimes. Yeah. Especially... I, I might be the ones that... People might not like this. But I kind of like sometimes when I get pinned down. Or when we get spawn trapped. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they, when the teammates manage to hold an actual line and they manage to hold us in that position, I actually like that because that causes me to kind of rethink outside the box and really figure ways out to get out of it. You get me? So it kind of provides for me that challenge. But sometimes it's just like, fuck. <laughs> when you're pinned down and they call in a, a, a fighter jet and then they... <laughs> And as soon as the fighter jet is done, they send in the attack chopper, and then from that, from that is the Halo assist, and then you get the AC-130, and just like, fuck. That is terrible, but... Um, so, you're burned out on Call of Duty, so you're going for Battlefield 2042. Why Battlefield 2042? Uh, well, the thing is, World War Two again? Like, didn't they learn their lesson? Uh, like, look. it's the same company that made World War Two and... Look, look, look. I, I, I told because you should you remember my our buddy Dragon. Yeah, I had a conversation with him, and he was telling me he told me the same thing too. I told him, look, modern war has already been done. Vietnam has already been done. The future has already been done. World War Two has been done. World War One has been done. We haven't gotten civil war. I'm kind of looking forward to that one day. But I did tell him that at this point, it's not about the time; it's how they manage to do it. It's how they bring uniqueness to it. And I feel like Call of Duty Vanguard, this is World War II, man. Shit was brutal. So I kind of want this Vanguard game to be a little brutal. You got me? A little bit of Modern Warfare 2 in there. A little bit of Modern Warfare 1. Some World at War in there sprinkled in there. And I think we got a perfect game, man. No mercy. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Rated N for Mature. I want this game to be brutal. That's what I'm asking for. Mm. And it looks like it might be giving me that. But just like Battlefield 2042, I'm not on the hype train. I'm more on the, I want to see more before I put that pre-order. You get that? Like, I, I hop on Call of Duty, and they slap me with that pre-order now. I was like, don't give me that yet. I want to see more. And that's that's kind of where I am with this uh, Call of Duty game. I want to see a little bit more... More sauce. Is mm-hmm. that the right word to say right now? More sauce, more brutal, more... Yeah. More like, raw in your face, man. Just 
fuck, don't yeah, give pretty a much fucking like World shovel shoved to your face and guts flying everywhere. I don't know. I just, it, it's World War II. Shit was brutal. So I kind of want this to be a realistically brutal. You ever seen the movie 1917, 1914, 1917? The World War I movie? I didn't like it. Okay. But you saw how the trenches look? Yeah. That's kind of what I want. You get me? That brutalness to it. Um, but that's just me. Battlefield 2042 looks interesting, looks cool. But again, there's no campaign. So you really got to sell me here on the multiplayer. So yeah, there's got to be a battle royale for Battlefield 2042. That's coming. That's going to come down, down the line. They're introducing this operative stuff. I don't know. I don't like this operative stuff. It kind of limits you what you as a player can do, right? But... To me, it just seems like it's just classes. I think yeah. they're just changing the name to make it look sound more high tech. Because mm-hmm. think about it, that's what Call of Duty calls them operators. But you're still just a, you're just a skin. You're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You choose woods. It doesn't add an extra ability or something to it. Yeah. It's just it's just you're just a character. I, I think I prefer for you to pick a class and then allow like say what you want to say about Battlefield Five, but I did like the customization in Battlefield Five. Mm-hmm. So I always like that. I like that I'm able to pick my own character and make him to my own unique. And I'm not running around and then look to my left and I see the same guy that dresses exactly like me. That's exactly me. That's like, ah. You get me? Yeah. Kind of like Destiny. Before they did this customization how it is now, at one point everybody had, everybody looked the same. Every warlock kind of looked the same. Every titan looked, every hunter and then same thing with these Call of Duty games, right? You have like six woods and one Adler or, <laughs> you know, you got like these. The basic skin. Not even yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, not even the basic. The, like, I even think like, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. In Modern Warfare, I feel like the basic skins, the the Millslims mm-hmm. in Modern Warfare look a million times cooler than the actual operatives. Am I right or am I wrong here? Well, yeah, there's a lot of cool ones that came with the with the battle pass. Like the 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 one with the night vision goggles on top. That one's one of my favorites. Uh, the one of them looked like Rangers. The Marine Raiders look cool. SWAT team members. The Canadian, the the British uh, SWAT looks cool. The yeah. the other one I liked is uh, the Canadian ones. The Canadian uh, special forces. Those again, I see those and I'm like, those look so much cooler than the actual operatives. Because let's be honest, I've ran into like. I've I've been in a match where there's like four of the same ghosts. You got me? Yeah. So I kinda like that uniqueness to it. So I really wish Battlefield would have kept that five customization in this and allowed those players to unlock customizations and stuff like that. But again, at the end of the day, customization doesn't make the game great. It's the game, and again, this game has no mul- no campaigns, just multiplayer. So I really want to get sold on this camp multiplayer. Mm-hmm. My opinion. That's how I see it. Kind of went off a little bit, right? I don't know. It makes sense. You know? <clears throat> to me, it's just Vanguard just looks like World War II. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like... Too much Hollywood stunts already seen in that cutscene. In the, that little trailer they showed, the teaser. I was just like, oh, nah. I did on. like the, the jump part. Where he jumps off the plane and he's coming down and he sees that one guy on fire. Yeah. That's where I got those vibes from. I was like, okay. Okay. This might be a little a little... And for mature, you get me, but yeah, but compared to World at War, like I feel like World at War really was the last violent game. That That's what I want, though. You know, what I'm saying? you know, and this one I already saw like 
the jet pilot just shot the, the fucking jet pilot with his pistol and he killed him somehow from that angle. And I was just like, oh, what the hell kind of... <laughs> I was just like, I don't know, man. And like, it is Call of Duty. I was like, when I played Wall at War, it was just like, that one was actually like, you wouldn't even get out of that mission alive. When I saw that pistol shot, I was like... You guys trying to outdo what Battlefield did over here with the whole yeah, yeah, RPG? Like, yeah. what, what's going on over here? Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. Again, I, I just want to see Vanguard be more and for mature. And I want to see Battlefield really impress me on their multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That's that's really all I want. Um, uh, this one's a short one. Back for Blood beta. Did you play it? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, it's okay, man. It's all right. Um, I feel like if you're a new player... They they don't have a good system. They, I don't uh, the cards they give out. It's not really new. Friendly. I didn't get it. I didn't get the cards. It was just you choose one as you play. But the problem with that is, if anybody jumps into the game, they're not gonna have good weapons. Sometimes I think. So yeah, it's like yeah. They're they're a disadvantage. You're better off with the AI helping you out. Yeah, so that's I was, true. I was just like I got thrown into a couple games where it's already going. I didn't have anything. Yeah, I was just that, swinging a bat. That's what happened to me, too. I joined a random game that was already, like, halfway, and um, I couldn't help them out. And they just ended up leaving, and then you're just stuck with AIs and you that doesn't have anything. Yeah. Um, so, I don't like that system. Sorry where... to the team that I was the one that caused the team to fail. <laughs> um, my apologies, guys. I, uh, I thought I had it. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like is that the games I played, people will just quit. They're, they wouldn't even be that engaged into the game. They wouldn't actually be encouraged to actually continue playing. Like they just kind of like, oh, they, that, that they, was a little too easy, so I'm they, they definitely They definitely need to let you pick up a gun right away. Mm-hmm. They really need, I don't care if it's like a gray, you know, common, you know, and, uh, you know, whatever it is. Well, I saw you could do that. But that's when you unlock more cards. But I you can start with an AK or yeah. Or but again, I didn't even get the card system. I just put ammo and and uh, and stamina. That, but that's the problem. You didn't you didn't put them in. I you didn't even with nothing. I like, didn't know if I got them in or not. Like because again, I didn't feel anything. Like, because they like, gave I don't you know. they gave you a starter deck, and if you go through it, none of them have a gun in there. So. Again, that's they didn't pointless. Give, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. the only thing they gave you was a knife, so you could just stab whenever. Yeah, like, exactly. And I can only stab for so long till we get to one of those corners where they. Oh, look! There's a shotgun there. Yeah, the shotgun is the shit in that game. Yeah, shotgun is the best weapon <laughs> because at the end of the day, they're going to rush you. Mm-hmm. So just have a shotgun. <laughs> I took out that giant monster with the shotgun. <laughs> so back for blood. Need some improvements. I think it's good, though. I enjoyed it, though. Overall, I enjoyed it. But it does need some improvements. And, again, this was a beta, so. Yeah, yeah. But improvements are, are meant to happen. I hope they do, because at this point, I feel like Me it's too. not really new-friendly. You know, like, it's just... Bullets? We're playing on normal, too, and and we were dying a lot towards the Like, barely when it got challenging. Like, it was so easy... And nowhere, it just bumped into difficulty, and then everybody just dies like nothing. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, how you... It doesn't have a good build-up, like, for you preparing yourself to do something. Yeah, that's right. Hardcore. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> All right. Um, before we end the show, Chicken, uh, ONL is coming up. Uh, opening Night Live. Gamescom's Opening Night Live. Hosted by GF Keeley. And Kyle Bosman is going to be in the pre-show, which is cool. 
Shout out to Mr. Kyle Bosman. Um, the show have confirmed uh, Saints Row reboot, so that's mm. coming. Um, and other, of course, there's other games here. Let me let me find Mr. Jeff Keeley. He posted a picture of what's been confirmed so far. Uh, there we go. Call of Duty Vanguard, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, Saints Row, Turtles, Shadows, Revenge. More to be announced. Besides that, what do you want to see at Gamescom opening night live? Hosted by Jeff Keighley. Live here in Los Angeles. What do I want to see? Yeah, what game do you want to see? What game are you like, man, I really hope they show Star Valley or whatever that Todd Howard game is. Uh, For me, I think I would like to see um, some gameplay for Lost in Random. Like maybe like a ten minute video or something like uh-huh. that, because uh, that game is pretty. It got me. It got me, man. I, I actually want to. I want to see more of that. And Saints Row, especially too, man. They need a reboot. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like the fourth game really divided people. <laughs> like, I never bother with the fourth. I felt like it, it wasn't something for me to it, bother with. It, it was, I like the third one. The third one was cool. Mm. The second one was cool too. I I love that they decided. To, I, I love how people criticize them for being too GTA, and then they break out of that, mm. which is massive props. They did it, and they did it right. My problem with the fourth one was just like I felt like it was like a little too much, right? Yeah, the fourth one. Yeah. So I didn't never bother with the fourth one. Uh, the the thing I had was is that it divided people. Mm-hmm. Like the fourth game, really, people a lot. I saw like half of the community saying they want the gangster stuff. The others say just keep embracing the crazy stuff because they didn't want to compare themselves to GTA. But we gotta admit, we need somebody to go against GTA, man. If GTA Rockstar's the only ones making these games, that is true, man. I mean, hey, you got Battlefield and Call of Duty. They yeah. keep each other on edge. Because all know? we have is Lead. Um, what's it called? Watch Dogs Legion to compare them to like come on bro <laughs> they even to be compared with <laughs> that's the thing like <laughs> that's like that's like somebody bringing Jordans and you just bring these at, at least with Saints Rose people Lacoste shoes <laughs> uh-huh. you're just like my shit's better you're just like are they really <laughs> the same price as Jordans I don't know again that's just kind of putting in the sneaker mm-hmm. perspective Fuck it, um, you know. Uh, you have an iPhone, and somebody brings out a Vizio, and it's like my Vizio is better than your iPhone. It's like, yeah. is it? I don't know. What I always liked about Saints Rose that GTA slowly was separating themselves from is the fun factor. Yeah, yeah, like, I really like the comedy in it. Yeah, and Central's two kind of felt to me. Central's two kind of felt like an old school GTA. Like Vice CD, GTA Three, and <laughs> I love, I love in, in Saints Row Three when they're driving and they're listening to Sublime and they start singing along. <laughs> yeah, you see, like, <laughs> and I still get, I still get high. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I still like woke up early morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> love that part. Um, I I love Saints Row too. I well, I'm interested to see what they're gonna show at opening night live. Um. When is it? Let me see. When is it? Wednesday for um, Saints Row. Live Wednesday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. ET, 7 p.m. BST, and 8 p.m. CEST. I'm only reading what it says right there, people. Um, I kind of want to see Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. 
I was surprised that we went this long without seeing Call of Duty, honestly. <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. usually by now we're already covered with Call of Duty news. Um, I'm surprised. I was surprised by that. So Call of Duty Vanguard did caught me by surprise that we just got the announcement this late. Need for Speed to me is the other one because apparently it was supposed to be out announced this year, but apparently it got pushed back to 2021. 2022? Sorry, I'm still processing 2020 and we're about to end 2021. <laughs> yeah. um, but I do like, again, Need for Speed has kind of been on the download. Now, I do know that um, uh, there's a new studio now working on it. It's no longer Ghost Games. I am excited but yet scared because I know that studio has done extremely well with racing games. Uh, they're the ones that have done Codemasters. There you go. They're the ones that have done Dirt. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Formula One and all those great games. But I'm scared because I don't want Need for Speed to go in that pro mm-hmm. face again. That it's pro racing. It's Gran Turismo's competitor. I like Need for Speed the way Need for Speed is. Illegal street racing. Cops chasing you. Shit going crazy. A little bit arcade. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So I am scared, but I am excited to see. Because I've actually seen some uh, engine work behind Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. And I've seen how some of those cars look, and it looks good. So I'm excited. I get. I just. I. I don't know. That's kind of like one of those things I want to see. Uh, you? Any other game? Shredder's Revenge. What the heck? <laughs> it says right there, Shredder's Revenge. Right there. Look. The Ninja Turtle game. Turtles. Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> oh, I think that's gonna be like. Um, I think it's that arcade. Arcade kind of game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's being made by the people that made um, Scott Pilgrim the game. I think so too. I'm excited for that one. <laughs> I think I might pick it up. Um, you got any other game you might be excited for? Mm. Fallout? You Fallout? Oh, no, Fallout, no. <laughs> they already announced something for their QuakeCon. Uh, uh, Stardew Valley or whatever Todd Howard's game is. Nah, I'm not even excited for that game either, man. Um, you know, the Green Enchilada video game? No, I just feel like Doom Internal. <clears throat> Good job. Good job, Dion. But Bethesda, they announced their Skyrim again once again. Ten-year edition. Ten-year edition, baby. Ten-year edition. And the memes fucking, are coming in. Fucking Christ. Just completely remaster the entire game from the ground up and just release it. Me and my brother are like, release Fallout 3 at least or New Vegas, man. Come on. Just Skyrim. Like, we get it, bro. But come on. Apparently it's apparently it's the greatest game of all time. I disagree. It was so great I hadn't even played it once. <laughs> I saw go play Fallout 3. Alright, fair enough. You got nothing then for hoping for a game opening night. Oh, what about these games? Any of these games interest you besides Saints Row? Uh well Call of Duty Vanguard, Star Wars the Skywalker Saga, and Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Probably the Legos. Yeah, that one does. I've been waiting on that one. Actually. I haven't played one in a long Same time. Same here. That's my Minecraft. When I was little, that was my Minecraft right there. Um, okay. Before we end the podcast before, with the last subject, I think you're going to get a crack out of this. You ready? Mm-hmm. Halo Infinite will not shit with campaign, co-op, or forge at launch. Uh, I saw that <laughs> 343 shit. 343 has come <laughs> Uh, this came from our good buddy, Angry Joe, who posted this. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what kind of backward things um, is going on about with Okay, that? so uh, your thoughts on that before we... 
I, I just always like Microsoft. You can't even do your own game some justice. Come on, bro. Damn, it's you were already like you were you were showing the 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 big dig move going like this is gonna be on our P our our Xbox. What is it, X or one series, Scorpio series, series X. whatever Xbox it is. This is gonna be our big boy game right here. And then <laughs> they made fun of your graphics. So you go back down, and now you're over here like. Backing down on a lot of stuff. You say some good things and then you back down on some. Yeah, Halo Infinite will not share with campaign oh, co-op man. or Forge at launch. Three Four Three Industries has confirmed that criticism really hit them hard, man. <laughs> I don't know what it's shipping out with, but I guess um, I hope it's great with whatever it comes out with. And ooh, look at that cat! Is that a rat? I think it has a rat. Dude, he's eating a rat. It's nasty. Anyway. Um. All right, before we end the podcast, man, I wanted to bring that news to you. I think you, <laughs> out of everybody I saw, I was like, I know who's going to get a laugh at that. Like Microsoft, man. <laughs> Our game seller right We're going to release a game, no campaign. <laughs> <laughs> no bunch of stuff just missing, bro. Not even Sony does some shit like that. Come on, man. I don't they got that shit straight, yo. I don't even think PC gaming has, I don't know. Again, I don't know what's going on over there, but. I hope they figure it out eventually. Yeah. Um, okay, big conversation. DLC versus season pass. What do you what do you think it's better? DLC downloadable content or season pass? Go. I feel like they both have their pros and cons. You get I me? Mean? Like DLCs, you're guaranteed you're gonna get what they tell you. You know, like they can announce it saying it's gonna come with this and this and this. And they can't really back down on it. You get I me? Mean? It has to come out. When I, what I feel about season passes, though, it, it, they can say they're going to do all this stuff, but at the end, they'll be like, nah, we're just going to hear a little of this, a little bit of that, and then just call it a day and be like, hey, that, that's it. But, you know, the pro about it is that you actually don't even have to put money down when it comes to season passes. You could just go on and, you know, play the freeway, you know, playing all the DLC stuff. You're just not going to have the cosmetics or stuff like that, you know? So that's what I like about it. It doesn't separate the group, you know, where it keeps them together, but there's still a little extra for those that paid. Yeah. And those that do play DLC, they can separate the the community. Say maybe one dude can only afford one DLC and then can't afford the rest. So now they're not in the same as much games because like they're separated, you know? So I kind of like, you know, they got their, pros and cons yeah but i feel like the season passes are showing better results around nowadays kind of you know if they do it right you know they could keep a game alive for a long time and that's what these companies want where if they did the dlc method sometimes the game dies out that way because they just couldn't keep people actually buying their stuff to continue (laughs) having them play it you know (laughs) what do you think I think Halo should launch with a campaign. <laughs> but all right, damn, Master Chief. Um, look, I, I think I like DLC. My problem with DLC was that at one point we reached a point where DLC was not good, and you just threw money in the trash. Mm-hmm. Especially with the DLC season pass, you can get all maps and whatever. I like the season pass, but the problem with the season pass is that sometimes it's just stuff you don't want, mm-hmm. and I think that's where season pass wins. Because you get to see what you're getting before you buy it. Right? Yeah. And even if you buy one season pass, if you think about it, all you have to do is save all those coins you get. Because in a way, you get your money back with in-game. Mm-hmm. And you just save that. And then once the next season pass comes, you look at what you want. And if you don't like it, 
cool, you skip it. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't lose, you don't win. So I like DLC because I feel like it was a little bit more, but you're right, it does split the community. And sometimes you just get some shitty stuff in there, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Um, at least with Season Pass, the weapons are free for everybody. So mm-hmm. you can get the weapon for free. But for those that paid, you get a little extra. And if you are going to pay, you get to see what you're going to get before you pay. So that's how I see it. I think the one who needs to work at Season Pass is Destiny. Mm-hmm. Destiny's DLC is fucking expensive. And if you pay for the season pass, which is, I think, if you pay for the season pass, which is, like, the price of two two battle passes, right? Think about it like this. The, 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 the Destiny season pass, that their, their season pass is the price of two battle passes, right? Mm-hmm. The battle pass, uh, the season price, doesn't tell you what all the seasons are. So you're going in blind, kind of like DLC, mm-hmm. right? But maybe you do get some good stuff. Or you wait and you see what they have in the in the battle pass, which is you know the season pass, whatever. You you look what they got in there, and then you decide to buy it, but it's a little pricey, and I don't think you get your money's in game back. So if anybody needs to work on their the battle pass slash season pass, it's definitely Bungie over there at Destiny. I'm just saying. Anything new out of this? Well, hey man, how everybody does it right? For me, it's Red Dead. <laughs> They released the whole season pass with <laughs> no content, bro. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they only added like three little missions, like solo missions, and that was it. And they even said, and more are coming. No more came out, bro. <laughs> that was it. And they had a whole season pass and no content, man. And so that's why I say, like, uh, if people do it right, good. But if, oh, it looks like Bungie has it easy then. <laughs> Bungie players have it yeah, easy they're then. They're trying to fix it now. Red Dead seems like, I guess, with no, no, each, no. which each, they made them shorter now. It, they're only like, what is it, like 25 levels, and you can do it quick. And each time it looks so far that they're adding something new each time. Where, where that, that whole stretch of a whole season, <laughs> there was nothing, bro. Like, it was sad, man. Like, people were like, some people are counting it as DLC. Say, like, yeah, they gave us the whole season pass. That counts as DLC. Like, no, it doesn't, man. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. Yeah, man. Like, they didn't add nothing with you it. Just sit there. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, man. Everybody was like, kind of like confused. Like, this is all. This is all other companies. No, they don't. No, everybody no. actually adds something. Yeah, the Call of Duty adds maps. Yeah, adds a new map and brings back an old map. Yeah, and two new weapons. And weapons and there you cool go. skins. Yeah, some cool skins. Uh, Fortnite, obviously, you know, you get a new event, but you get these unique skins. Mm-hmm. That's what makes Fortnite's Battle Pass very cool. It gives you these unique skins. Like this season, you get Rick and more. You get more Rick. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Some of these studios, when you do it right, you do it right. When you do it wrong, you do it wrong. Mm. Um, and I can tell you guys right now for the next podcast season, we're going to launch it without any hosts and co-hosts. So you guys are going to get a blast out of the next season of our podcast. <laughs> no hosting co-hosts. <laughs> the podcast is going to be dead silence. It's going to be multiplayer. <laughs> Not, I don't even think multiplayer is coming. No, just just <laughs> random gameplay sounds in the background. Somebody playing. <laughs> smashing a keyboard. It's going to be Thomas. Fuck! <laughs> Chip bags opening up. SMR. <laughs> 
Fair enough. Some dude, some dude eating chips or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm Pedro. He's Chicken. Feel free to hit us up over at Instagram at what the pop. That's W C T H A P O P. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, feel free to come to me at Instagram at Pedro D ninety four. You guys have an awesome day, and we'll see you guys in the next one.